0: Hi, you guys. Welcome to another episode of the Money Isn't Scary podcast. I'm your host, Megan Dwyer. So I have some exciting news. I'm doing my very first giveaway. To celebrate the two-year anniversary of this podcast, I'm going to be giving away a $100 gift card to my favorite store, Target. To enter to win, all you need to do is leave me a review on Apple Podcasts, a nice one, please, no trolling, take a screenshot of it, and share it on Facebook or Instagram tagging me. I'm going to announce the winner on December 15th, which is great timing with the holidays coming up. So definitely enter to win. So here's what I want to talk about today. We're now officially in the middle of November and Thanksgiving is next week. Just the thought of that gives me massive anxiety because as a frazzled working mom, it feels like the weight of the entire year lands in these last five weeks, right? with all the commitments and the giant to-do list and a literal clock ticking to get it all done. I'm also in my busiest time of year with work, trying to meet with all of my clients and do year-end planning. So that's layered on as well. And it's also during this time of year when seasonal depression starts to hit and it be- it can become really easy to spiral into a bad place. So what do we tend to do to counteract that? We often force ourselves into very rigid routines or we keep ourselves extra busy in an effort to feel better, which oftentimes backfires because it also drains us. I know this is the time of year where I actually start to take worse care of myself when it's cold and it's dark and I'm less interested in running and more prone to working long days and forgetting to eat real food. So bologna and leftover Halloween candy becomes lunch. I've talked about stress before, and in some capacity, stress is actually a good thing. It keeps us alive, right? Like it keeps us alert and focused because of cortisol and epinephrine so that we can fight whatever saber-toothed tigers are coming after us. So it's evolutionary. But what isn't evolutionary is constantly being in a heightened state. Our bodies and brains begin to freak out after a while because... They need balance in order to actually operate the way they're supposed to. And the body doesn't care what kind of stress we're dealing with, right? Like whether it's emotional stress, the daily grind, um, taking on somebody else's emotions like I tend to do, or the physical stress like illness or an injury. If we have too much prolonged stress, regardless of what it is, our bodies can't cope. If we have too much Even the smallest things like dropping a dish when you're emptying the dishwasher, speaking for a friend over here, is going to tip us into burnout, especially if we're not taking care of ourselves. Burnout is such a buzzword these days, right? So let me be clear what it actually is. Burnout is when we feel emotionally, physically, and mentally exhausted due to prolonged or repeated stress. We enter that state where we feel unable to meet the constant demands of that high stress. It often occurs when a person is not in control of a situation, whether that's at home or at school or at work, or is asked to complete tasks that conflict with their sense of self. It can also occur when we're working towards a goal that doesn't resonate with us or we're lacking support. So it's not just the stress. It's the stress plus inadequate support or resources to cope. It's like a battery that is so drained that it can't be recharged. Burnout is getting easier and easier to achieve because we pile on all these expectations and commitments without support, like I just mentioned, and especially when they're not aligned with what we want. Think about this. If you hate baking, and we live in a world where Pinterest tells us that we should be making homemade unicorn-shaped cupcakes for our kid's birthday with Lucky Charms and marshmallows and glitter, then of course we're gonna resent every second of it. We're gonna feel stressed, and we're going to feel likely to just tap out because it doesn't feel right to us. And this is just the icing on the cake. Like, no, no pun intended here. When we maybe layer on a job we're not crazy about on top of that or a potentially toxic work environment or challenges with our kids or maybe health concerns? It feels like it's too much to handle. And we tip over into burnout. Signs of burnout include anxiety, right, obviously, detachment, low mood, difficulty concentrating, fatigue, reduced performance and productivity, and my favorite, lack of creativity. That's how I know when I'm starting to go into a place of burnout. I struggle with even doing this podcast. Like I can't even come up with ideas or think through what I want to say. And it all makes sense, right? There's two kinds of burnout. There's personal burnout, like what we're dealing with in our own lives and with our own circumstances. And there's also collective burnout, like where we're burnt out as a society. Collective burnout is a feeling of emotional exhaustion shared across people in the same environment, often leaving individuals not only exhausted, but unmotivated, overworked and directionless. Where do we see this most? In the workplace, of course. But we also see it in parenting and in mom culture. So when you're someone like me... Whose life is pretty much consumed by these two worlds, work and parenting, each with their own pressures, it's very easy and really common to see burnout occur. And what gets me really angry is the fact that burnout is rewarded in our culture. Just like perfectionism is, we literally compete with others for who can do the most, for who is most likely to be run down, Like we win some award or some kind of accolade for carrying the biggest burdens around with us. It's like we're brainwashed to be miserable, right? And social media feeds right into this. Not only does actual overconsumption of social media give us information overload and just cognitive fatigue, but the comparison part takes it to a whole new level. The expectations we put on ourselves because we see someone else doing something that we deem to be acceptable or the right way, and I'm doing this in air quotes, the right way to do something just sets us up for failure. It sets us up for mediocrity and like lack of alignment with what we actually want and ultimately, therefore, stress and burnout. So what can we do about this? How do we unlearn burnout? Because the more that I think about this, burnout to me is something that's a conscious choice. And conscious is the key word here. So I have a few thoughts. The first thing I think we need to do is recognize that burnout keeps us playing small. With all the cultural expectations put on us, it's literally not possible to do it all and thrive. So why do we try? Really good question. I think it's because we don't really know ourselves well enough. So we do what we think we're supposed to do. When we're constantly told what to do and who we should be, then we can't be who we really are. I know this is getting a little woo-woo for a minute, but hear me out. Maybe culture, patriarchy, media, whoever it is, has this hold over us because we let them. When we're constantly overwhelmed and depleted and living in a state of survival, of course the real us who we're meant to be in this world, our purpose takes a backseat. We're too depleted to be creative. We're too tired to stand up for ourselves and the things that matter to us. We're too exhausted to start that podcast or learn to be a yoga instructor or make a difference in the world so we don't bother. And that's doing us a huge disservice. So once we recognize this, I think the next thing that we need to do is start to treat ourselves with massive amounts of self-compassion. This means starting with the basics despite it all, right? You guys, like we need to rest. We need to get sleep. We need to eat food. That's not Halloween candy. We need to do things that make us happy. And I know you're saying, I don't have time for that, Megan, because I literally said that to myself last night. But so honestly, <laughs> I even question my own advice. I'm right there with you guys. And I know this stuff isn't easy, but if we don't take a few minutes during our day to prioritize ourselves, we will continue to fall into the burnout cycle. And when we do that, remember what I just talked about, we're keeping ourselves small. And also let's just be kind to ourselves. I love this metaphor, right? There's always going to be dumpster fires. So we need to learn how to live within the dumpster fire, which means taking care of ourselves emotionally and physically, despite the fact that the world around us is chaotic. The last thing I'll mention here to help in combat burnout is connection. How often do you fall into a place where you feel like you're the only one going through it? I've learned from personal experience that being vulnerable and sharing what you're going through with someone you feel safe with helps from so many angles. It gives you a support network. So many times we feel like we can't share what we're really going through because we're afraid of judgment. I am the queen of this, by the way, but I'm realizing it's not helping me. It's brave to share and it allows others to feel comfortable sharing too. Connection is more than just surface level conversations at the bus stop or at pre- preschool drop off. I talked earlier about collective burnout. So given that our situational factors are so similar within these groups of people, it's likely that other women and moms are struggling with this too. When we talk about this and we work through the struggles together, it can actually help us to feel more in control. We just need to be brave enough to talk about it. Above everything, I think the most important thing to remember is that burnout is a choice. Feeding into all the expectations is a choice putting ourselves at the bottom of the list is a choice. It doesn't feel like it when you're in it. Believe me, I know, but it actually is. I need this reminder now just as much as you guys do. Yes, we have a ton of things on our plates and that's real. And we can have perspective around it. We get to choose and we are actually in control. All right, you guys, thank you for listening today. If you like this episode, please feel free to share it with a friend. And as I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, go ahead and enter to win my $100 Target gift card giveaway by writing a review and sharing it on social media and tagging me. I'm like really, really excited about this, by the way. So I can't wait to help somebody out this holiday season. Thank you so much, you guys. I'll talk to you next time.